Welcome to another week here on Instigating with Clarky and Drury. Ryan Drury, Clarky, a very happy Clarky. Yeah, pick up, pick up the the like the pace a little bit, Ryan. Come on, second round. Happy Clarky. We're very pleased to be joined by our good friend and the man we turn to when we want some coaching analysis. The coach himself, Mister Jason Brooks. Brooksy, how are you guys feeling? We'll start with you, Brooksy. The Leafs did it. They actually won something. They rose to an occasion. They're in the second round. Your thoughts on them finally closing someone out. Well, look, it's been 19 years of waiting for this moment and uh, for it to happen the way it did. I'll give them full marks, three overtime victories, uh, you know, doing it on the road like they did it. They played good hockey, I thought, um, in that overtime game in game six for the most part, I mean, the goal against as a coach always bothers you. Two guys in front of the net and guy buries a guy like Stam coach. You may want to keep your eye on him, but that's for another day because it didn't matter when Tavares scored that goal. And, you know, just relief, I think, as a Leaf fan. Hey, Clarkey, as a Leaf fan, it was relief. It just kind of, I seen, you know, clips of guys ripping the monkey off their back. <laughs> and, yeah. and you know at the end of the day I think that's legit you know that just that feeling of elation to to get to the next round and anything's possible yeah for sure uh relief is the is the word and uh you know after the loss in game five at home you're thinking oh man here we go again right but um they did it we're on to round two. I, I has, I'm hesitant to say they've won anything. Yes, they've won a round, I guess, but they haven't won uh, what the ultimate goal should be here. So we'll see how it goes from here forward. But yes, we're into the second round. They're one of eight teams left. And uh, boy, oh boy, when you look at the other teams that are not around, it seems like the path may be open here. I don't want to get too excited or ahead of myself, but... Um, you know, with Boston losing in the first round, Florida, though, tough opponent, obviously winning the first game as we record this on Wednesday night before game two, Florida gave it to the Leafs on Tuesday, but I'd still rather face Florida than Boston at the end of the day. Um, Brooksy, what do you think about that? Do they like, first of all, when a team is looking like they're going to hit a team like Boston and then gets Florida, what goes through your mind? Well, I think it's... (laughs) I'm going to use that relief word again. I, I think they climbed a hurdle in Tampa, and, and that was a big hurdle to climb. But I think they looked up the mountain, still at Boston, thinking, oh, what's right. next? And and that's a great team, and they had a great season, and all those pieces they added, everything that goes along with the Bruins. And to see Florida upset them, you know, it kind of – I don't want to say the stars align, but to your point, you know – you see Boston fall, and then you see the Rangers fall. Right. And, and I mean, I, I think, you know, you look at the path that you just, you know, spoke of, that, that's a big deal for Tron because, you know, <laughs> the door is open here. Yeah. For now. And, yes, and, and it is. Advantage of, and um, not, like you say, it's not going to be easy. Florida, again, last night played phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're aggressive. It's a, it's a new challenge for the Leafs. Their D are so aggressive. Everything's a pinch. They're very physical. Um, you know, Gachuk, Gachuk is playing like a man possessed. Bennett's playing like a man possessed. I mean, this is a good hockey team. And I think the wild card for Florida is Bobrovsky, right? Like uh, Toronto didn't see him <laughs> down the stretch as much. They saw the Lion, you know, goaltender and 
played very well for them. But Bobrovsky's got, you know, a very good resume, very good history, and, you know, can put this team on their back, so to speak, and give Toronto a lot, a lot of trouble. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, Clark, you mentioned all the teams that aren't around. Uh, you know, producer Adam, I know he's got our review of our picks for round one. Uh, and, and you know, I, I think overall we, we did okay. But, man, there were some upsets in round one. Like, I mean, well, let's talk about producer Adam's Colorado Avalanche. I Whoops. mean, they are, uh, yeah, they are gone. Your picks. There's your picks, Ryan. So who'd you there's have? You my picks. Nope. Stars. Yes. Jets. Nope. Oilers. Yes. Bruins. Nope. Leafs. Hey, right in six games. Good going. Islanders. Hey. Rangers. Boy, you got. Yeah. What did you I, get? How many did you get right, buddy? Uh, well, one, I had two, a, three? Well, I got the Stars, Oilers, Leafs. That's three. it. Holy smokes. We should have put money on this. That's the play. That's the playoffs. What about let's have a look at your picks and okay. then we got to We got to get. Well, I think I got six. I think I got six. Right. You don't I have got the, the stars. Right. No, but I got the stars, you the Knights, and the Knights, Oilers. So you, the Oilers you tied me. Leafs, Hurricanes, Devils. There you go. Six. I got six. Okay, right. yeah, you did. You did much better than me. Congratulations. Um, you. you know, no good at golf picks though. But I, I, I'll say, I'll say that you you had a good pick there in the first round. I hope you got a playoff tree going, Brooksy. I, I mean, obviously, let's just get this out of the way. The the Bruins' loss is the most shocking one. I mean, when you have a regular season, a, a literally a record setting regular season, which is now you know, completely meaningless. Like no one's going to look back. People are going to look back, especially Bruins fans on that team with disdain because you can't play that well in the regular season and lose in the first round. You just cannot do it. Trust me as a caps fan. I know. And you're going to look back on that group and Bruins fans are going to hate that roster for a long time. Beyond that one. What was the most surprising one for you? Was it Devils? Was it the Kraken? What What are your thoughts? I'm going to go with Seattle. Um, yeah. Sure. Off. I mean, that's all that experience in Colorado, winning a cup you know, last year and then facing Seattle, who you know had a fantastic season, you know, but year two of uh, – of, of their whole history kind of thing. And, and here they are doing what they did to, to Colorado and the way they did it. I mean, Grubauer played great. I mean, for them uh, when they needed them, um, had timely goals from timely people that again, what weren't necessarily wanted <laughs> by, by their original clubs, right? That's, that's the mm-hmm. remarkable part about it. It's, 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 it's Vegas 2.0 minus a year, right? So, um, good on them. I think it's very good to see, and, and they're going to be a fun team to watch. A, a little bit like Florida, in in a way, how fast and how aggressive they play, and their deer very active, and uh, give teams a lot of a lot of trouble to play against. And the other yeah. one that I wanted to ask you both about are the Rangers. Like I did pick the Devils to win that series, but after the first two games, when the Rangers won, and, and like their stars disappeared like Panarin. I didn't, I don't think he got a point in the last six games. Did he like, he was, he was nowhere. And all those guys they added at the deadline, like you said, Brooksy, it's like, that is, that has got to be very disappointing for the Rangers. And I'm glad they're out of the way because I thought they were going to be a big, tough team that the Leafs might have to get through at some point. But 
boy, those guys just disappeared. And Patrick Kane and Tarasenko really didn't live up to their billing coming over from the trade deadline. But Panarin's the guy who, to me, just totally disappeared. And, uh, oh, what's the um, Lafreniere? I don't think he got anything. I think it was zeros across the board no, for the whole series. No points. Nothing. N- no points. Minus player. It was, you know, I don't think he had any shots or hits in the last game. Um, yeah. Now, he's still a young guy, and I, I would, you know, urge caution. That team, remember, that team sent a, essentially a breakup letter to the, to the fans in 2019 and mm-hmm. basically said, you know, we're tearing this thing down. Like, I, ultimately, I think that for a very long number of years, they're kind of in a similar place to where the Leafs were a couple of years ago. They got a really bright future ahead with a lot of really good young pieces locked in but for a long time, it, it, including Ryan, that goalie. Ryan, is it too early to call him Neil Yakubov? Like, is it too early? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He's already he's already better than anything Yakupov ever did. Like, you can't even find that guy. He's in the mountains of Russia somewhere in a cave. <laughs> like that 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 dude has yeah. disappeared. Like, no, he's not. He's not Yakupov. I I think that ultimately, you know, it's just one of those things where he he's a, a victim, if you will, of first pick syndrome. Mm-hmm. Not every first overall pick it is McDavid and Ovi and Matthews. Like, yeah, sometimes well, and, and, it's just a year where it's not that guy, you yeah, know, and, like. And the Rangers were lucky to get him. That was the COVID draft where they like came out they of nowhere. Jumped, did did they, they, they not like jump or, up seven spots or well, something? At least like they were the it, one team in that second tier that got yeah. the, the ball in the right spot. And then they did another lottery the next day to determine determine yeah. the winner but yeah it was crazy you're right but, i yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't freak out too much disappointed obviously because the rangers look at the devils like their little brother um little brother's making some noise man jack hughes that akira schmied kid you're right five one in game yep. one and two for the rangers patrick kane was rocking and rolling looking like old school showtime and then all of a sudden man the devils just put a clinic on like Props to them. And I, I love Lindy Ruff. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm happy for him and, and everything like that. It'll be it'll be good. And they're probably going to give, you know, some teams some trouble, including oh, the yeah. team that they're playing in the second round. Obviously, yeah. Carol, I actually I actually will touch on this later with our second round picks. I, I like them to beat Carolina, a depleted Carolina. Um, Brooksy, I, I want to ask you, though, about the Leafs and, you yeah, know, obviously, you mentioned you mentioned the overtime wins. I, I saw a stat and and Clarky, I'm sure you saw this on Twitter. I tweeted this after I saw this stat. You know how I've told you for years if they I can don't just follow get you on Twitter first round. You piss me yeah, off. Yeah, you, yes, you're a whiner. I I said if they can get through the first round, I think it might be the rocket fuel they need to send them on a on a big run. After I saw this stat the night they won, I quote tweeted and said they're winning the cup. I think they're winning the cup. They are the first team. I was shocked by this, actually. What are we, 106 years of NHL history now? They're the first team ever to win three overtime games in a series all on the road. I was blown away by that. Mm -hmm. Remember, 93 Mm -hmm. Montreal. Montreal won won, 10 games. They won 10 games in overtime. They didn't do three. It's shocking. And I saw that and, and thought... Wow. Like they handled a, a lot of adversity and they did it. They really did. Brooksy, when you look at the matchup with Florida, 
You know, they're uh, they're a sneaky team here because remember, they won this team largely the same roster, won the President's Trophy last year. They set a record that the Bruins broke. They were disappointed. They get bounced by Tampa. And then, you know, they they come back now with Kachuk in the mix. They flip Huberto. He's become an even bigger superstar there. He's playing as well as anybody. You never know what you're going to get with Bob. He's a Vesna winner one year, and then he looks like the worst goalie in the world the next. Um, how do you think the Leafs need to match up against these guys? We got to look at it in game one. What would you tweak? Is there anything that you saw that you'd maybe adjust for game two? Well, I think it was talked about a lot in the broadcast was, you know, their forechecking pressure and the aggressiveness of their defense coming down the walls and pinching and somehow, some way they got to break that pressure without, you know, forcing passes and forcing plays. You know, I think we talked about this at nauseum when I've been on your show guys is you know, Toronto at their best is when they're making simple plays because they've got the firepower to do it. Right. They, they get into trouble forcing stuff. And like the third goal last night, you know, McCabe tries to jump into the rush, tries to join the play. You know, play breaks down. Probably wasn't the best time to jump in like he did. Uh, Brody makes kind of a 50-50 read that backfires. And then verhege has been hot as hot, goes in and rips one home. Um, you can't make plays like that in the playoffs. And and that's Toronto's nemesis. But getting who back you, to the break. The, the who, break do you bl- who do you blame there? Brody or, or both? Or both. McCabe? Both, both, yeah. both, both it's a read, right? Like, yeah. um, McCabe jumps up in the rush. If they score, everybody says it's a great play by McCabe. Mm-hmm. But but it's 50-50 play at best. It wasn't a great odd man situation. Okay. Florida had bodies back. The puck comes back out. Brody's in a 50-50 puck race. And you can see him look over his shoulder thinking somebody's coming. Yeah, And then he goes and he's caught. And uh, Duclair does a good job of eating the puck and then bouncing it over to Verhege, yeah. who, who had put initial pressure on Brody. So... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, if, if he holds, Brody holds, you you know, take the rush, accept the rush, play it as a two-on-one, hopefully, you know, force them to buy their time a little bit, bring a back checker back to disrupt it. That's what you're playing for. Um, you can't give up the breakaway in that case. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree. I thought that Brody pushed too far up and almost pinched in the neutral zone. You got without, caught in between. It looked like to me like without just, good support there, but then peeling back or going up McCabe's earlier. The last defender mm-hmm. back there is too far away. Brody gets in too tight to the puck along yeah. the wall there and loses. Like you said, yeah. Brooksy, that 50, 50 battle. The other defender is too far to the side. I mean, Verhage had a big wide open strip of highway. And, and again, it's those 50, 50 puck battles that, tend to tilt this series. Now it's one game and Florida as dangerous as they are. And, you know, maybe, maybe they feel like it's their year to have the big run because they had that historic season last year. It really didn't work out for them. They got definitely bitten by the president's trophy curse. They're the initiators of the curse this year. And now they're playing a Toronto team where everyone is saying, Oh, Toronto's favorited. Toronto's the favorite. The hope, obviously, is that the Leafs don't take too deep of a breath after getting over that 19-year hurdle and let the Panthers take control of this series. 
you know, the Panthers, they have a really aggressive four check too. you know, Kachuk gets in there. Ben, Sam Bennett turns into a freak in the, he turns into the third overall pick that he was in the playoffs. He always has like kind of so, so regular seasons, the kid gets in the playoffs and he turns into his idol, Dougie Gilmore. And it's unbelievable. Um, Barkov has just kind of had a quiet little year. He always scares me. Ekblad Montours turned into a hell of a player for these guys. I want to look back again Gutis. just quickly, though. Well, Gudis, you got to watch the, him. He's the boogeyman, him. right? Yeah, you got to keep your head up. He's the boogeyman out there. He's he's greasy. Now, I, I want to look back quickly, though, and give them a little more flowers on round one. I saw a lot of people debating this uh, online. In your estimation, I don't know if there's really a wrong answer here because you could make an argument. Who do you feel, Brooksy, was the MVP of Toronto's first round win? It's a valid question. Um, I know who I think it was, but. Well, I mean, you can go go through, but I mean, I've talked about this guy before, and I mean, I know he was the first overall pick, but. You know, Austin Matthews, he scored timely goals, but he played great defense. And and that's an area that, you know, we talk about 60 goals, we talk about 40 goals, but blocking shots, hits. Like, again, I'm not the stats guy like you are, Ryan, and Clarky, but you guys. like I'm not either. Staggering, weren't they? Like, he led the team and blocked shots again in the playoffs, and he was right up there and hits with Shen and the boys, like, that are expected to hit, like, I mean, these are things that I think as Leaf fans, we always looked at him and said, he's going to score, but can he do the other stuff? And and he's done that. And I, I mean, it would be a quiet MVP of the series. I'd give Ryan O'Reilly, you know, props. I mean, they brought him in to be that guy, be a leader and, you know, scores the tying goals, you know, wins the face off to lead to an overtime goal, blocks a shot, right? Like, these are intangibles that can't be forgotten. Um, you know, maybe Samson, right? like the guy won the series, even though he wasn't perfect. I mean, I, it's the ugliest MVP award I think I'd ever hand out, but he got the job done. So yes, he um, did. Those are, those are my kind of guesses, but I'd love to hear yours. Well, I think Morgan Clark, Riley's got to the... be. Yeah, Morgan Riley's got to be right near. That's the top. my guy. Yeah, Morgan Riley, yes. I thought played outstanding. Um, after what I consider a subpar year, like he was hurt a lot um, and didn't really find his stride. But I, I thought as a fan watching uh, that he really came into his own in the playoffs, and I hope he can continue to do that. And the other guy, before you jump in, Ryan, uh, is Johnny T. I just thought John Tavares played well and scoring the he overtime through, winner man. in Game Six. Man, oh man! I thought Orion and the all the harassment I've taken over the years because he blames Johnny T's signing for the lack of this team's success. Well, if they win the cup, we're all good, Ryan. We're all good. Well, I I, I think saying that I blame him is a little harsh. That's not Let, what well. I'd we say. could go back to the tapes, but whatever. Well, my whole point was, you know, I know what your point. Seven well, we don't years, have to rehash that. Five years now with him there, and they've done what? Now, finally, they break through. Mm -hmm. Good. His second time ever in the second round. Coincidentally, the first time he did, he scored a game six overtime winner against who? 
the Florida Panthers That's right. when he was still with the Islanders. So I agree with that. Morgan Riley. Yeah, I agree. I, when you look at his defensive metrics, which I know people don't have a lot of time for the fancy numbers and stuff. His defensive metrics were very, very good. As a matter of fact, he, you talk about the year. This is actually why it fits into my narrative of him being the MVP. And you can talk about Marner, 11 points leading the league, all that stuff. Give me a break. My whole thing. My whole thing, I won't I won't take the Mitch slander anymore, Clarky. My whole thing with Riley, though, it, that's what fits into my narrative here. He struggled this year. People were on him, signed this new contract. Where's the player that we think we know? Injuries. His defensive metrics were almost, especially in the last four games, 30% better than when he was playing in the regular season. So not only did he provide great offense, scored a, scored a huge goal in that series, had a bunch of beautiful assists and rush breakups. I thought he, his stick work was fantastic. He brought a very elevated... He, that's what you want from guys. We talk about it all the time. Raise your game in the important... 30%? That's raising the stakes there. Morgan okay, spun so, the roulette so, table and he bet it all on black and so, he hammered it. So team, he was great. Team Corsi says Riley was good, a.k.a. Ryan. What about team I test? Brooksy as a coach, what do you think? Team Corsi. Uh, I thought Luke Shum really played well as his partner. Yeah, he, he settled did. him down. Luke Shen was way better than I thought he was. Yeah, I think I, I hear everything you guys are saying about Morgan Riley. Don't get me wrong. Like he, he did have a... a, a Great playoff, first round. But Ryan, to you, just from a coaching perspective, so far, like highest paid defenseman on our team, you're you're on the leash. You're looking at him to be that leader, that go-to guy throughout the whole season, and how poorly he played to jump that much to probably play more like what the expectation should be. Yeah. Yep. Right. He 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 met the expectation in the playoff, and good on him. Good on him to raise his game to that level, but why did it take to get to this point to find it? I, I still say Luke Shen has a lot to do with that. He did settle him down. He, he, he gave him that physical presence because I think that was the big concern going into the first round was their deep pairings and Luke Shen playing with them and what was that going to do to Riley's game? And they, they worked really well together. Okay, let, let's dive into one guy who played in some games and didn't play in game six. Uh, have we seen the end of Justin Hall? Like, have like no. is there any way this guy's going to get back in a, in a game? Yes. Yes. I hope not. He he will. He will. Brooksy? <laughs> um, I, I honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound like a fan and not a coach here. I hope not. But... Um, <laughs> You know, the poor fellow's a lightning rod for mm -hmm. goals. Um, mm -hmm. Whether it's his fault or not, um, he just seems to be that lightning rod. But you know what? I kind of agree, Ryan. Things are going to happen in this playoff, and he's mm -hmm. going to get his chance and opportunity again. And, you know, hopefully he can give quality minutes when he's in there. <laughs> I I think if he's going to be in, though, guys, I think you're going to see 11 and 7. I don't think you're ever going to see him as a – a six mm -hmm. you know, in a group of six pairings just to, to play. I think it'll be part of a seven man back end to, uh, to roll out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we hear yeah. a lot on the broadcast about 
how or Florida, you know, great on the four check, uh, hitting everyone they see. What, what I didn't hear and what I would like you to tell me is what, what are the Florida um, fans and players saying how they're going to control the Leafs? Because when you look at the roster, the Leafs, to me, have more superstars than than Florida. Like, to me, the pressure should be on Florida stopping the Leafs. And obviously, they did in game one. But how are they doing it? Are they doing it by what we're saying, what they were saying about the forecheck and everything? I, I think so. I think time and space last night was something Toronto really struggled getting. Um, you know, it was 3-2 in the third period there. And I don't know if you guys remember, there was a sequence. Toronto did break out, and they're trying to attack the – uh, offensive blue line and Florida had stacked the blue line. And again, it was like watching Montreal playoff series again, where Toronto's reluctant to dump it and there's Florida standing them up. And, you know, you guys mentioned Gudis and Montour and Ekblad, like these guys are throwing their weight around, not a lot, not giving up the blue line saying, I dare you to dump it in. And Toronto again, reluctantly wouldn't um, mm-hmm. dump it, but it like the four check again, Clarky, when you look at Florida's pressure and you look at their D, like their D are on top of wingers. You know, there was no time for a winger to look up and get his head up and say, okay, there's a there's a play to the weak side or there's a bump to the center. Like their D are right down pre-pinched on top, right? And Toronto trying to break it, had to break the pressure by going out and away, back out the weak side. Well, that's a slow developing play and that allows Florida to recover and get back on the D side. And, you know, I guess... I guess that's going to be their game plan again. You, when you're playing better teams, and to Florida's credit, they did it against Boston, who just was as yes. deep or deeper than Toronto. So yeah. they've kind of found the recipe of success here, um, coming back from three-one down in that series to do what they did. Um, you know, and I think Ryan, you mentioned it earlier about you know Florida's run and last year losing, and what are they going to do? They're still kind of that same team. Well, they like this underdog role. Last year, they were the President's Cup team that had all the pressure and go go prove it and show it and, oh, it didn't happen. And, you know, you put in Paul Maurice instead of uh, Andrew Bernard and, you, you know, you've got these changes. And I, I think this is a group that right now is playing pissed off hockey, the chip on their shoulder that says, you know, we are a great team, but we're going to play this underdog role. Kachuk's saying the Leafs are better and they're the, the best team in the league and, you know, they're just they're just buying into this, and Maurice playing the playing the media on the officiating, and I, I was going to mention that too. Playing like, the cards so well, like how yeah. to how to go about being the underdog. Yeah, and like Paul's got a like I I knew Paul quite well when I worked for the Leafs, and he was he was great with us. But when he did this, the five and one, like first of all, there should have been two because Florida scored on a delayed penalty. So there was two calls on the Leafs. Yes, and, and he counted and it should have been this minor. because like, what? okay, so it's three to two and a guy gets high-sticked in the face and is bleeding. Like, well, what do you want? Them not to call that penalty? Like, give me a break. Anyway, I love yeah. Paul, but I hope he goes down. There, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, well, and, he, and Brooksy, you mentioned it. You know, it, it's a powerful thing when you hit a group with it in the right tone the us against the world thing and everybody mm-hmm, getting mm-hmm. the shield out. It's a, you know, it can be a powerful motivator and they rose to the challenge in game one. Yeah. Let's see what happens for the rest of the way, because I agree just like round one that the Leafs are better than them on paper. Clarky. No, I was just going to ask Brooksy, how do you explain so many road teams winning so far in these playoffs? 
I don't know. I, it comes down to pressure, I, I think, again, and pressure to perform and maybe getting away as the home team trying to be, you know, fancy or cute or whatever, where mm. road teams, like, again, we always used to say in the room, you know, go play a good road game. You took the crowd out of it. It was so boring and dull, right? You just played your game. You didn't, you weren't trying to impress anybody. Yeah. It's not your fan base, right? So um, are they saying that at this level? Probably a little bit, but mm-hmm. just a lot more skill, right? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. We're excited to watch how it all unfolds. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, the second half of the show, we will have watched game two, and we will break it down for you and reveal our picks, which, again, we made before the round started. We submitted them to producer Adam. We'll reveal our picks for round two of the playoffs. Brooksy, it's always a pleasure to have you on. What a thrill. 19 years in the making. Here we are. It's been great. And I hope the run continues sincerely for both of your sakes. Thanks for doing this, buddy. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And I look forward to getting together after round two. And hopefully, Clark, we're going to round three. So you got it. You got it. Absolutely. All right. We'll take a quick break here on Instigating. Back here on Instigating with Clarky and Drury, brought to you as always by our friends at Larry Hudson Chevrolet Buick GMC here in beautiful Listowel. And of course, the Listowel Squash Courts, Ryan Drury, Clarky. Thanks to our buddy Jason Brooks for jumping on with us. Uh, you know, just to chat about obviously the Leafs getting into the second round. He's a dandy. Brooksy's one of the best dudes ever, dude. He's I had lunch with him the other day. Next time Love we do it, insight. you got to come, Clarky. Dude, Love he's, he's man. Yeah. Long time OHL Absolutely. coach, pro player. He, man, he's done everything. Sutherland yeah. Cup champ. Come on. Yeah. He's the guy you want when you're mm-hmm. breaking stuff down. Yeah. Speaking of the second round, yeah. we got to make our picks. And okay. we have made our picks. I was six we and two these... in the first round, by the way. Yes, you are. You were very good. Good for you. We <laughs> we had we got these picks into I'm producer. I'm hurting Adam. myself. Let's start with mine. Okay. I sent these to producer Adam. On the opening morning of round two. So here we go. Here are my picks. I love Oilers in seven. I think the oil got a sour taste in their mouth. They went to the conference final last year. They think, hey, not good enough. We can go all the way. The Knights will give them a push. But ultimately, I think that the Oilers are just a little bit better than the Knights who still have some injury concerns. I like the stars in five. I know I'm saying this after they lost no T and Joe Pavelski came back and scored four oldest player ever to score four in a playoff game. Joey, four. P, the, the tipping magician himself, the, the best shot deflector I've maybe ever seen. I like the stars in five. They're going to do a reverse sweep. I, I just don't think Seattle can hang with them over a series. I think they're going to give them a reverse sweep as much as I love the Seattle story. Love Seattle. Starbucks, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam. Come on. The What's gum not wall. To like the about gum Seattle? Wall. Yes. Been to the gum wall. I've been to the gum wall. Little space needle action for you. Yeah. I'm in Vancouver next week. Maybe I'll dip down there. There you go. There you, maybe Who you can knows? catch a game. Maybe I go catch a game. It's yeah. playoffs. Well, no, but, but they might not be able. You might not be able to buy tickets if you're a Canadian. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a fiasco. We don't even have time to dig no, into that don't. whole thing. It's so no. dumb. It's dumb. It's up to you to build a consistent fan base to keep right. people out. You don't exactly stupid as if Florida can't use the money, you know? Okay. Back to my picks here. Stars, Oilers, seven stars and five East. I like the Leafs in six again. I know they dropped a, a game again to a Florida team to open a series. 
I just think that they're better than Florida. They will be relaxed. They will be measured like they showed us. Finally, they can do against Tampa. Florida will be a stiff test, but Leafs in six. I love what I, I, I picked against them. But I cannot mm-hmm. deny what the New mm-hmm. Jersey Devils served mm-hmm. me up on a platter. Excuse me, New York Rangers. No, 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 uh, no press releases from Jimmy Dolan about horrific <laughs> acts of violence. No horrific act of violence to be seen here. I like the Devils to enact some winning violence in the win column. Nothing on the ice, okay? Mm-hmm. Against Carolina, I love the Devils in seven. I just think Carolina, like as as much as I love them and and they're coached real well, I don't like Rod the Bod, but I respect him. I just think they're too depleted, man. That Svechnikov injury, patch already. I think eventually that will catch up with them. And the Devils, for the most part, are very healthy. And Jack Hughes is dancing. I like that Akira Schmid kid. He's got a great name. Akira Schmid. He sounds like a ninja warrior. Let's go. <laughs> Devils. There you go. In seven. There Clark we go. Up. Okay. Well, it's going to be pretty similar to yours. Quite shockingly. Oh. Yes. Oh. In fact, I think it's going to be identical to no yours. No way. So bring it up. There we go. So a couple of them are. I had a couple of games different, but stars and five, same as yours. I just can't see the cracking, uh, cracking that nut, but you never know. Um, it's just, I just think the stars are too tough. Oilers and yeah. seven, same as what you yes. said. Uh, I okay. think it's going to be a hell of a series, but I, I just see the Oilers squeaking one out. Now the Maple Leafs in four, I might have to amend that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that was that was a little I was a little overconfident. Okay. I was a little uh, just a tad overconfident with the least in four. Now I yeah. what I really meant was they're gonna win four in a row. So they're gonna win the next four and it'll be in five. How's that? I'm not willing to give you a pass on that, no, but okay. No, I, but uh, it's the teams that count. We're not really going by the games. It's the teams that count. Then so what least, are we no, no, I'm just saying, like uh, no, my record was six and two in the first round, but I didn't obviously didn't have all six of them with the right amount of games. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, but I just think the Leafs are going to win that series. They're going to, uh, if, if Bob cracks, which I think he's going to, the Leafs he have beaten do him. That. He can, and he can turn into a sieve real quick. Now they do have Lions as a backup, but anyway, I just, I just, I just think the Leafs are going to win this series. And then I have the Devils in six. Um, okay. Uh, you know, Akira Schmid versus Freddie Anderson. I, I'm not a Freddie fan, as you know, and yeah, I'm I aware just think of the, the goaltending is going to um, be the be the thing that uh, really it comes down to. And New Jersey beat a tough team in the Rangers. And I think they'll carry on. Yes, so Leafs, did. Devils, Stars, Oilers, and right above the Y in Clarkies, there's a little dot, and that's where the Leafs will be in a month or so, or six weeks. Uh, again, like I said with our friend Jason Brooks. I I really I really think they can. I it's, think they can win the cup. I really really do. Brooksy didn't say he he I'm said not even it, trying to be funny. I don't, I don't even want to say it, but the stars are aligning. Every year, the team who wins the Stanley Cup has to come across a very good amount of fortune along the way, and three overtime wins. Boston getting eliminated. The Rangers out. Um, Colorado out. The stars are aligning. This team's just got to get it in gear and go. 
and they can do it. They can. They can beat yes, every they team. Yes, they can. Left. They're so talented. They can beat Matthews. every team that's left. They got to just prove it. They Matthews faced some adversity like in that possessed. first round, as yes, we talked did. about. You texted me adversity time, and they came through and won that game. So yes, they did. Let's see what happens. But uh, I'm I'm happy with where we're at uh, after game one, even though we're down a you game. Should be. Um, hopefully Thursday. Amen. They can win. Listen. Listen, we're, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will be yeah. reviewing post-game of game two of Correct. Leafs-Panthers before we jump forward in time on the show here. Yeah, should we let, predict, let me, the, should we me, predict let, the score? Sure, we can two? do that. But let, let me tell you this quickly, and, yeah. and I know you don't like when I do this. Uh-huh. When we won, when the Caps won. You were down. What, what, happened, what happened in round two? They lost game one, and there was no Evgeny Malkin in the lineup. I was so mad. And mm-hmm. they turn around and they beat the Dragon. They beat Pittsburgh. Leafs mm-hmm. lost game one. There you go. They're going to they be lost. fine. And they lost game one. Game against two, the, pre- the, game two prediction, lightning. which we will. Yes, they did. Game two prediction against uh, against the Panthers quickly. And we'll literally review it right after the break. What do you think? 6-3 Leafs. 6-3 Leafs. I'm going to go 5-3 empty netter Mitch Marner. Game winner on the power play. Okay. Well, what do you think about that? Well, well, we can talk about that tomorrow. All right, we'll literally the review after it. After the break, I mean. Right after this break. Stay with us here on Instigating. <laughs> Welcome back to Instigating oh. with Clarky and Drury. And uh, here we are, as we promised, uh, a day after the first half of the show. We wanted to wait until after game two, obviously we know how game one went. It was a loss. Bounce back here. We were hoping it looked positive, Clarky. Uh, yeah. Two nothing lead after the first. Uh, it was two one. Pardon me. Two one. And yeah. uh, but they go up two nothing. Uh, Florida gets a late one in the first. Things are feeling pretty good. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> Why don't you give me we don't really need to go over the first. I thought that they outplayed Florida in oh, the first. They dude, looked like they like, were ready hey, to even this serious. series. Let's, let's get serious. let's jump to period two, which is where it really fell apart for them. They well, I, I mean, hey, period. I thought well, I didn't think the whole period was, but certainly the first two minutes were terrible. Giving up a goal nineteen seconds, I think it was into the into the period, uh, and then another one. And it's like what, like what just happened? This team has not been giving those give giving the puck up like that all playoffs. We thought we were maybe over that, and it's like what the heck just happened? And I'm pissed off. I mean, it's so frustrating. Why? Obviously, why am I pissed off? Like, like what's the source? What, what would you say is the main source? Okay. Just because you had a two nothing lead at home, um, and you blow it, um, yep. and you're down three to two, I, I listen. I, I honestly, like as you know, I was out tonight watching the game, and I, I'm driving home, and I'm thinking, gosh, like I honestly think they outplayed them for 50, 55 minutes of this hockey game. I really do. But they couldn't beat Bobrovsky, and they had no puck luck, and they had tremendous pushback. I thought for the first. 16, 17 minutes of the third, but then I thought they 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 lost it and they couldn't get it back. And and it's just I don't understand how the breakdowns happen when you're up two to one. Like even the two even, I'm gonna go back to the first period. They're up two nothing, they have a power play. They can't get another goal. Okay, fine. But then they're up two nothing. And a guy 
who has been fabulous, I think, all year, Giordano, pinches. And I'm like, we all yelled at the TV, all of us, what are you doing? Like, I know it's the first period. I know there's lots of time left, but you're up 2 nothing. Let's just play a little safe here and get out of the period with, you know, with that 2 nothing lead. He pinches, and what's happening all the time, all series long, and Boston will tell you, 10 seconds after a giveaway or or whatever, it's in the back of your net. And it's like, you just can't do yeah. it. You can't do it. And um, I think it's going to be very interesting. I think <clears throat> uh, Matthew Nye's leaving the game. I think Matthew Nye's, like, the Chuck elbow on him, and, like, I think the uh, refs chickened out on it on an elbowing penalty, it was clear he targeted his head with his elbow. He got a charging penalty, but it was clear he elbowed him. And then... Um, At least they Sam called Bennett, something. Yeah, I agree. But then Sam Bennett, from what, all indications, Ellie Friedman saying he like really just slammed his head into the into the glass. So now that... that can, well, the ice. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he slammed it into the glass, down. then put him down. He he slammed him into the into the uh, the glass yeah. first, and then took him down. And then the cross check from Bennett again in front of the net on Bunting was exactly the same as Austin Matthews on Deline uh, for uh, the Sabers. Exactly the same. I watched them both I, side by side. They're so identical. So here's yeah here here's They're my identical. thing. Let's let's get this part of the conversation out of the way. Yeah, uh, right away. Here here's my thing. I can understand um I can understand the missing the Bennett one on Nyes because it's way way behind the and play. And that's fine. I'm not I'm no, not so saying there should have been a penalty. No, I know. Like, I know. Like, like there uh, I think there should have been, but I'm not now, blaming now it that on one, that. I'm just no, saying yeah, 100%. the league's got to look at that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, All three I, of those hits. Absolutely, dude. So, yep. so here's the thing. We've talked enough in the first round about how the refs are yep. not the reason for this that and the other. Yep. Uh, we're not doing weren't. that again. Now yep. What I'll say is, so so that happens. Then they catch Bennett with the cross check on Bunting. And yes, you can see what you like out there. In the neck. Yeah, you can see what you like out there about Michael Bunting is a little overdramatic care. at times. He dives, whatever. You cross check a guy in the that neck. You one, cross check a guy in the neck. You cross check a dude in the neck, and then you cross check him right Again. across the back of the spine. Again, yeah. While he's down. Yeah. Here's what I'll say for Sam Bennett, who I respected. They call him playoff Sam. 30, he always raises 30. his game in the playoffs. Yeah, he's one of those guys who's dirty for sure. You love him if he's on your team. The, the classic old adage. He he is their Claude Lemieux. He He's the guy that's always throwing the little stick out there, gets you with a little extra slash after the whistle, um, and stirs it up. Here's what I'll say for him, though, as much as I respect the 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 intensity he plays with and his ability to consistently raise his game in the playoffs, you could maybe get away, in my opinion, from a suspension if it's one of those things. We have no idea what's going on in the brain of NHL player safety. We can say what we want and argue the refs this, the refs that. I legitimately have extreme beef, as most of us do, with player safety. And it's not because of this suspension, that suspension. It's the wild inconsistency of it all. Yeah, We have no idea what the hell they're doing. And I wish it would go back to the shanty days where there were videos. Like, th this, this can't yeah. keep happening here. 
both of those things happening the nyes wrestling slam mm -hmm. and the and and the cross check to bunting's head neck ear whatever he gets them yep. way way up high yep. yep it is unacceptable to me for sam bennett to not miss at least a game Oh he God. has to be suspended. He absolutely has to, be. has to be. You can't have both those things happen in a game and not get suspended. But I George agree. Peros will. But you can't give a half a game. You know what I mean? Like both of those no. things should have been suspendable. Both of them. They both they of them. have and then, to suspend and I'm this sorry, guy. But I thought that the Chuck elbow was targeting the head, just like Bunting did to uh, Chernak. It's yeah, playoffs, he and he won't shoulder. get anything for that. Well, but he got three games bunting. Like, no, I. Well, I'm just so, saying, yeah, the, bunting got three games for targeting yeah. the head. That's what they said. Targeting the head. You can't tell me he didn't. A he charged him. Here's, B he had the elbow up, and C he targeted the head. Here and and I'm not trying to but make you mad or anything. A, a, no, here, probably here. Right. I'm you probably I'm not because George Peros is a goof. George Peros got knocked. He's terrible at his job, Moore, guys, and he, he's he's lost it. He must have. He must be lo losing it. Well, we'll see what happens. Let's give him uh, the benefit of doubt. Let's well, see what happens. Yeah, what I'll say is I agree that he's not suited for the job. I, I don't no. think he's good at the job, and and it goes beyond him. He's the figurehead, but there's a staff of guys. Oh yeah, Stefan. What's his name? And does it? Stefan Kintel's on yeah, it. Yeah, every month. Now Habs on it. Yeah. The I think the reason and he, here's what I think their thought process. This isn't me saying this. Here's the reason why Bunting got three, because what he did to Chernak was way away from the puck. And he did not need at all to initiate that contact. Kachuk hits a guy in a puck battle. By the and way, that's four why times he suspended to Chuck, by the way. Four I know. Times. I, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely, but he's not Tom Wilson, so they won't do anything to him. Yeah. So, uh, I that's why with the bunting thing. Now, again, though, I want to stress again: uh, Sam okay, Bennett should absolutely be suspended. If Kachuk was suspended too, let me say I wouldn't complain about it. I would say, yeah, he picked, but he won't be. But Bennett absolutely should be and and this playoff has made it even more abundantly clear that george peros can't do this job jordan everly broke a guy's neck let me say that again mm -hmm. jordan everly broke a man's neck with a hit from behind it was disgusting what he did to andrew cogliano and clarky you know this my least favorite infraction in sports is the hit from behind well, sure, three you're, feet you're out from the boards made me sick and then cogliano <clears throat> has a, a fractured neck after that yeah. Yeah. and he didn't get suspended that should have been a 10 gamer i don't care playoffs are worth this many games that should have been a 10 gamer one more time he broke a guy's neck now i digress one day Let's someone talk can about kill someone game. and they might get a game no, they won't. Maybe. Maybe. No, they won't. Maybe. It's embarrassing. Maybe. Now, let's talk about this game a little bit here because we, we you know, uh, the second period. I, what I'll say in summation is I think if the Leafs play the way they did in the first period and 18-ish minutes of the third, because when they pulled the goalie, they were scrambling a lot. They couldn't get Florida just was taking all the ice yeah. away. Mm -hmm. 
if they play like they did for the first and majority of the third, most nights they probably win that game. Hundred percent. They I were mean, generating chances. They were. They had an abhorrent second four, period. Four goalposts. Four four crossbars. Like they had a lot of chances. They hit man. posts. They did this. You got to find a way to bury them. But, I agree. I agree. You got to find a way. But the second period undid them. Nineteen seconds in, and and all three goals come off of horrible turnovers. Yeah. You could excuse one. It's the playoffs. There's another team out there that's good, too. And I'll say this for Florida. Man, of all the teams in the playoffs, Clarky, and they did it to Boston, their stick checking is on another level. They are stripping pucks like I've never seen. Mm-hmm. That said, you could excuse one. Barkov, 19 seconds in, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the baffling. second one is is not only a bad turnover, it's a goal Samsonov probably wants back. And I don't know if you saw his post-game interview there. He dropped a little no. F-bomb. Oh, no, he, you can tell he's frustrated. You'll see it on Twitter. The third one, for me, the game winner, is the most egregious one. And it's a combination of two guys. Marner, uh, Nylander, I think it is, soft on the wall. No, it was Marner. Marner's soft getting the puck out. He tries. He sees Matthews in the middle of the blue line. He tries to get it to him instead of going up the wall. He sewered Matthews. Matthews made a terrible play, but he yes, sewered he him. did, and that's hundred percent sewered him. You're two big guys. Matthews had nowhere to go with that puck, and and Matthews gets it, and instead of trying to lower the shoulder and had, body into the guy, I he guess, tries to flip it. It's bad on both of them. The I'll, I agree. I'll, I'll agree, I agree with you. It's worse on Marner. Yeah. But but the Matthews play instead of initiating contact and taking a hit because yep. your teammates are going to put you in a bad spot sometimes. Yeah, you know, he had time to kind of drag and lower and take some contact to get that over the line. Instead, yep. he tries mm-hmm. the fancy chip because he wants to go. Oh, I, he sees yeah. it's one defender and he goes, "I want to chip it around this guy." I and think go he for had one sixtieth of a second to figure out what he was going to do, and he's like, "Oh, oh and I'm like, I and you know, I like agree." He just sewered like all Marner had to do is backhand it on the board. But what it all he had to yes. do. What it is, is it a on combo the of your two the big dogs. Pants. Look at this. I'm and, wearing a freaking Matthew yes. Marner jersey. Now, what I'll say, though, is Marner, that, that pass he made to O'Reilly was outrageous. Sure. It was There's, We saw the best and the worst of Mitch yeah. Yeah, we tonight. Did. What, what we can say, in fact, is that I thought, and look, people are going to go, well, Ryan, you're not a Leafs fan. You're just trying to stir a pot. I'm not. No. You know this, Clarky. Three years in a row, I've picked them to win in the first round. This year, they finally did it. Yeah, and I've told you year after yep. year the yep. belief I have in these guys and that what I want you them pick to them do again? for you. Five or six in this? Six? I picked them in six. Okay. I said four straight. So? The next four straight, yes. they're going to win. We're combining. We're combining our win prediction. Series. I really still think I do they're too. the better team. But a lot of teams lost in Florida. They were, the, they were the better team. They haven't lost in Florida yet. And I'll say outside of the atrocious second period where, by the way, this was crazy. All three goals off turnovers, Barkov's seven seconds from turnover to back of net. That's what I'm saying. The second goal, six seconds from turnover, back of net. And then Marner Matthews won for the game winner, eight seconds turnover, back of net. And you cannot leave Fords. I saw people going, Samsonov's got to get over and stop that puck. You can't leave a seam open that wide. Forsling had a tap in. 
It's not his fault. Samsonov could too many do anything. errors before that. Patrick Waugh's not stopping that. Like, come on. The second one, I agree. Samsonov yeah, probably I don't wants know if that he was one back. The third one it looked like a dip, but whatever. Come on here now. Yeah. But, that all said, Bobrovsky's stopping everything. They so it was a combo of a super bad second period. They mm-hmm. started coming in waves a little bit more they in did. the latter half they of did. the period, but they had a bad second period. Let's let's call it twelve minutes. Okay, fine. Really bad 12 minutes because after the three goals, Florida had some really long four-checking shifts. Outside of that and the fact that they did get goalied pretty hard, Mm -hmm. I thought they were good. And if that hadn't happened or you at least avoid one of those bad turnover goals, we're probably still watching the game. We're probably watching overtime as we yeah. record this. I, 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 I really this. thought I really thought they were going to go to overtime. I really did. How much time we got left in the show, Ryan? I want to talk about one other thing. We have about five and a half minutes. Okay. okay. Please, please go ahead. No, we got I, just some wanna, I think it's time to look forward a little bit. Let's. Right? So do the Leafs think about changing their goalies if Matt Murray's healthy? No. Can't no. do it. Can't do it. Do they think about no. going 11 and 7? 11 forward, 7D, and bringing Gustafson in. Not Hall. May, maybe, maybe only because of we don't know as we record this the condition of Matthew Nyes. Right. Maybe. Goalie, yeah. no. If Matthew Nyes is hurt. That's a. He's made an impact. It's almost but, like, but what I'll say is, I'm not saying you can't you can't do this, but it's almost like they came out in the second period thinking, oh my god, this guy who's been a a big force for us is sitting in the dressing room. It's what it almost looked like. Their heads weren't in the game. There's no excuse, but it almost yeah, because like because as much as I like the kid and think he's like shown really well, like let's be honest, coming in from college and playing this well, they're still good enough that. Losing Matthew, losing Matthew Nyes, and I don't want this to happen. Let's say he was out for the rest of the playoffs. God forbid. That can't be what sinks them. As much as I like the kid, they're still good enough to win. Oh, I know. Oh, I agree. Now, that said, though, I agree. Maybe they do shift to 11 and 7. Goalies, no. You don't pull Samsonov after that. He let one bad goal in. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? You just got to catch lightning in a bottle with something. You got to you got to be able to be. And I thought their, they could have done philosophy with luck, right? changed. I thought the philosophy of shots changed halfway through the third period. Instead of shooting high blocker all game, they started shooting low for more rebounds. It didn't pay off, but they at least they tried to do something different um, because they, they were got, just they not had having chances, any luck Clarky. with this guy. They had way they more had chances. chances. Like I don't know what the chance is. I know the shots were like 36-29 or something, but chances had to be double for the Leafs. Had to be. They had a lot of chances. But again, you don't you don't win by getting more chances. That doesn't yep. do it. And yep. and I, like I said, the start of the third period to the boys tonight, I said, guys, this is like the biggest period this year. Like we have to win this period, and they didn't. Um, so they're making it hard on us. They never seem to make it easy, you know. Um, but hey, listen. A lot of teams have come back even this year from two down. You know, the, the Devils, Devils did, did it. Did it, it last yeah. year. Tampa did it to the Rangers. There's teams that Washington come back did it that year. Down all the time. So no, they I'm not feeling. Here. I'm not feeling panicked at all. No, I'm not either. Honestly, I'm just a little ticked off tonight. They should have been yeah. better, um, but we got to yeah. uh, we got to win the next one. Don't go down three. 
here. So I, I like what you you gave me a little springboard here. It's time to wrap things up here. Yeah. Leafs never make it easy on you. You know who will make it easy on you? Our friends at Larry Hudson Chevrolet Buick GMC. If you want to get a new vehicle, particularly, hey, if you want a truck, Clark, and, yeah, you know. Trucks, trucks are good. There's a big clearance event going on right now with trucks. But the other thing is, too, and I wanted to touch on this tonight because there's no question that Bobrovsky vision was great tonight. Um, and the Envision, the Buick Envision. Right now, if you're a wow. Costco member, if you're a Costco, you, are you a Costco member? No, no. Well, see, you could have saved 750 bucks if you're a Costco member and you want to buy a Buick Envision right now uh, and other select uh, new SUVs. But come on down. Uh, the spring and summer event is on right now at Larry Hudson's. Weather's getting nicer, finally. It's been, it's been a brutal week. It really has. We've had snow this week on the lot, you know, walking around trying to show cars in the snow. You know, no fun. The, the nice weather's coming and the people are coming and uh, we need to stop Bobrovsky from having good vision. And we need get you to come and look at Buick Envisions. In an Envision. I like that a lot. Now that right. is advertising. There you go. <laughs> like there that. you go. I like that. Good vibes. Go. See our friends at Larry Hudson Chevrolet Buick GMC. If you have a dealer, go in there. If not, go see our buddy Clarky. He will help you out. Remember, Hudson's has it. We also yep. want to thank our good friends at the Listowel Squash Courts. Yep. You Summer want to go League. and join I think up? The Summer League is coming. Summer on, League is join. coming. Reach Super easy. Super yep. easy to sign up and become a member. It is cheap as all hell. You're going to get so much value for your money. It's a 24-7 facility. You can play it. You can play squash at 2 a.m. Yeah, You really can do that. And trust me, because I have. So go visit our friends at you the Little Squash Guy. Yes, I have. When did you do that? Hold on, hold on. Uh, oh, I, a month ago, I went in there. To, I was like, really? I'm going to go in there. I did, absolutely, yeah. By myself. I just whacked the ball around for a bit. I just... Good Couldn't go to you, sleep. Man. I was like, I'm going to go in there and whack the ball around. Wow, that's awesome. And you could do that too. Yeah. Listowel Squash Courts, super easy to find online. They've got a website. They're on Facebook. Reach out to our buddy, Alan MacArthur. You, you can it. become a member. You can watch this show. You don't look need a membership way, to watch this at, show. Look, at, look what I did tonight, right? Like I look tried. That. I tried everything. I, I like. I oh, you in. tried the rally. I tried turn. the rally shirt. I forgot I like about the this. rally cap. I should have. Well, that's more of a done, baseball I thing. Done that. Yeah, I turned the shirt inside out. It worked once before. Which the Jays could have used, could they, they not have? My God, the Jays. The Jays, are they playing right now? Are they have their, Dude, they got season four, ga four games sweep by the Red Sox. We're not talking Great. about that. Great. You don't need anyway. a membership to be a fan of this show, but you can watch this show Friday nights at 8, Please. Sunday nights at 9 with our friends on White Please, on Whiteman TV. That's channel 6 for Whiteman subscribers. We debut on our YouTube channel Friday nights at 9. Follow us on social media at instigating pod we will be back next week i will not be on the show i'm flying out to vancouver me and my two can't best believe friends. you're i can't believe this i can't need believe an excursion this. it's like the biggest show ever people are gonna think you're suspended or on leave we can tell them that you can tweet out i've okay. been suspended i'm okay. on leave it's okay. gonna be fun yeah. speaking uh, of suspensions we better be talking about some next week there you go we we absolutely better be clarky's gonna be on with great guests as always we appreciate you watching the show sharing it telling us about uh, telling other people about it and our great sponsors larry hudson's and the list will squash courts we will see you or at least clarky will next week 
for more instigating.